the character of America's first black Renaissance man comes to light in the New Orleans debut of The World Is My Home, The Life of Paul Robeson. It's a one-man show written and performed by Los Angeles actor and playwright Stogie Kenyatta, opening this weekend at the Jefferson Performing Arts Center. We caught up with the actor in L.A., and he joins us now by phone. Hello, Stogie. Good morning. I know it's early, as you are two hours behind us in California, so thank you for being here. Absolutely. You're very welcome. You know, Paul Robeson, he wore so many hats. Broadway-based baritone, celebrated actor, orator, athlete, lawyer, scholar, civil rights activist, and linguist in the early 20th century. Tell us a little about yourself and what attracted you to Robeson's story. Well, I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. Grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Former uh, basketball scholarship athlete. I've been acting most of my life and I went to film school, uh, Cal State Long Beach, which brought me to California. And I have been touring this show. I did stand-up comedy. I've been around 25 TV, film, sitcoms, and things like that on television. But uh, this is my passion piece, this life of America's greatest Renaissance man, Paul Robeson. I hear you play more than a dozen characters in this one-man show. How does it open? It starts with his father, William Drew Robeson, and Harriet Tubman freeing him on the Underground Railroad from a plantation in Raleigh, North Carolina, the Robeson Plantation. He's 15 years old, and Harry Tubman brings him to Philadelphia. And in Philadelphia, he joins the Army, fights in the Civil War, uses that money to go to Lincoln University, an HBCU in Pennsylvania, studied theology there, got a degree in divinity, and became a minister and fell in love with a Philadelphia school teacher, Maria Bustill. And that is where it starts. I opened with that because it shows how he got the fight to survive, and it also shows the important role that we play in each other's lives unknowingly. Because if Harry had not gone to save him and bring him to Philadelphia, he would have never met his wife and gotten a college education. And then these, a college-educated minister and a school teacher, raised four kids that they homeschooled. And a dozen years later, they had a young Paul, who they named after the Apostle Paul, their last son, and he would become the world-famous scholar, athlete, and brilliant global citizen that he is. Wow. Who are some of the personalities that you portray in telling his story? His brothers, his family members uh, in it, as well as Cab Calloway, Duke Ellington, Count Basie, and there's music from all the Harlem Renaissance players, because the descendants of enslaved Africans created, refined, and invented every form of music on the planet Earth except opera and classical. And there's not another ethnic group that can lay claim to such a broad contribution to global humanity. Everything from rock and roll, R&B, jazz, soul, hip-hop, reggae, soca, all of it has its roots in African rhythms and was invented by great African artists. So several of those people are in it, you know, uh, Ethel Waters, W.C. Handy, Bill Bojangles Robinson, all of them because they came up during that cultural movement known as the Harlem Renaissance. Now, when I think of Paul Robeson, I think of his role as Joe singing Old Man River in the musical Showboat and his Othello in Shakespeare's play. Do you perform something from either of these in the show? I actually do both those. So Othello and Showboat were two of his biggest theatrical achievements. 
The first one, of course, was Showboat because uh, it was his first big Broadway play. He did it opposite a young ingenue by the name of Lena Horne. That was her first big thing as well. Old Man River was written by Roger the Hammersteins and Jerome Kearns. It was a musical, and he did it in London, and he was the first to do it there. He originated the role, and the way the songs were written, the first lines of Old Man River are, niggas all work on the Mississippi, niggas all work while the white man plays. And Robeson had a problem with that. Robeson changed the entire lyrics to, there's an old man called the Mississippi, there's an old man I'd not like to be. What does he care if the world has problems? What does he care if the land ain't free? He brought some dignity to the character and reflected a global condition as opposed to what they wrote because it was totally acceptable at that time to write a show and use language like that because we were not necessarily people. We were three-fifths of a human being. In addition to his international stage performances, Paul Robeson fought fascism abroad and racism here in America. How are you addressing it in the production? Well, when he went to Europe, all of the musicians and composers that he worked with were Jews. And it's quite ironic that only Jews played jazz. But all these guys that played, they were blacks and Jews. So the two most despised races on the planet Earth created 99% of the music, which is really shocking. Before leaving America, he thought racism was black against white because we looked different in the whole thing, and they thought they were better. When he got to Europe, he saw that German Christians were killing German Jews, and they looked exactly alike. They were all white race people yet they turned around and killed six million of their brothers and sisters. He then saw that racism was deeper than he even thought it was, and that it was totally the heart of man. Why do you think, more than 100 years after his birth, that many of his accomplishments remain unknown to so many people today? There's a scene in the show where he's depressed, and his wife calls one of the good friends of the family, who also went to Columbia University, the great Langston Hughes. And Langston would come and sit with him, and Langston would tell him, Paul, it's not that the Negro people don't love you, Paul. They just don't have the intellect to understand you. He said, you're a valedictorian with a law degree. They're lucky if they got a year of high school. So, Paul, you've traveled the world a dozen times over. You speak 10, 12 languages. They're struggling to learn one. They say, who they know like you, Paul? Who they know like you? You're too smart for the room, Paul. It makes you a stranger amongst your own people. It's a lonely place to be, but you're too smart for the room. And that was Paul's predicament then. Nobody knew anybody like him. Black people were uncomfortable with his brilliance and his success, and white people hated him for it. And he risked his career to hold America accountable for the evil that she does and pointed out how much blood she has on her hands and let us know that no nation in the world comes to the table with clean hands, that every one of you have African blood on your hands. And so, in so doing, he was bound to be unpopular. Actor, playwright, Stogie Kenyatta, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Uh, thank you kindly, Diane. The Jefferson Performing Arts Society presents The World is My Home, The Life of Paul Robeson, written and performed by Stogie Kenyatta. Two shows only, Saturday, January 23rd, 
and Sunday, January 24th at the Jefferson Performing Arts Center, 6400 Airline Drive. More info is online at jpas.org.